Hey, everyone. This is Chris Ryan from The Ringer. As many of you have heard by now, we lost a treasured colleague and friend over the weekend. Jonathan Charks passed away on Saturday. John was 34. He leaves behind a wife and a son, and we are obviously mourning his loss and sending all of our love to his family right now. If you go to theringer.com slash Jonathan Charks, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-T-J-A-R-K-S, you will find a memorial page for John which has links to his GoFundMe that benefits his family and the amazing writing he did throughout his experience. I encourage you to go there. And if you can, please support the Charks family. Briefly, I will just say that John was among the first people that we hired to work for The Ringer. So he was instrumental in defining the voice and perspective of the site. He has as much to do with what this place is as anyone else. And throughout his experience with cancer, John communicated eloquently about the challenges he was facing, both through his writing and his podcasting. You could never stop John from talking about his passions. It's one of the things I loved about him. Over the last few months, you know, whenever we would talk, whenever I would reach out to see how he was doing, I would try to keep it very John-focused. And the next thing I knew, we would be talking about James Harden or Better Call Saul. He really loved this stuff. Uh, he loved talking about it, celebrating it, debating it, illuminating it. We're going to keep putting out our pods and writing while we grieve but we wanted to let folks know that John was in our hearts and that his family was in our thoughts. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Monopoly Go. It's halftime and the scoreboard's not looking good. You're not sure you can pull out a win? That's when you say to yourself, it's time to get back in the game, pull off some bank heists and take as much of my friend's money as I possibly can. That's right. The hit mobile game, Monopoly Go, lets you compete with your friends to be the biggest tycoon ever. I might do this with my high school friends. We used to play Monopoly all the time. It's the Monopoly you love, but on your phone anytime with tons of new twists, including leaderboards to compare your progress. There's so much to do. Play on countless dynamic Monopoly boards. Make your friends bankrupt by smashing their landmarks with a wrecking ball. Charge other players rent for your iconic properties. Maybe you'll even play against me. I'm great at Monopoly. You could even work with your friends to crack open community chests and in tournaments to get extra rewards. Get back out there. Put on your game face. Download Monopoly Go. Now free on the App Store or Google Play. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where I have a new rewatchables coming on Monday night. We did singles, 30th anniversary of that movie. So stay tuned for that on this podcast. Cousin Sal and I are going to break down week one of the NFL and do guest alliance for week two. I did this one with a heavy heart. You heard Chris Ryan at the top talking about our friend Jonathan Sharks, who passed away on Saturday. And if you go to theringer.com, you can find a little information. His wife's carrying bridge. There's a link to that. There's a link to the GoFundMe that was set for his family, which was his wife, his three-year-old son. There's a lot of people with heavy hearts today and this weekend. It was something that we started to have a real feeling might happen over the last few weeks and especially over Labor Day weekend, it started to become realistic. Uh, he was an unbelievable guy. He was just an elite 
elite, elite basketball thinker and analyst and a terrific writer who wrote some of the best pieces we ran over the last six years. Um, he was an absolutely wonderful guy to work with. And, you know, especially the last year as he really started battling this thing and his willingness and enthusiasm to just continue to work with us when we repeatedly told him, don't worry about us, worry about you, worry about your family, worry about trying to beat this thing. And part of the process for him for beating this thing was talking basketball with us and writing the wonderful essay he wrote last year about everything he was going through. Um, I think he realized at some point that whatever was happening to him could be used at least in a positive way in the sense that it might help other people whether they had family members dealing with something, whether they were dealing with it themselves. Um, he handled himself with so much grace, so much dignity, and um, was just the toughest guy I ever worked with. We are going to do a special podcast on Tuesday for him and about him. We have a couple wrinkles in store for that, but I can't wait to do that. And I can't wait to talk about him and talk basketball with uh a few people who cared about him and loved him and loved working with him. So that is in the cards for Tuesday. But uh, we all have really, really, really heavy hearts here at The Ringer. This was a great person and a great person to work with. And we really feel for his family and his wife and his young son. So more to come on Tuesday on that front. Stay tuned. We love you, Jarks. All right, Cousin Salas here. It is week one. It looks like both of our favorite team seasons are already over, the Cowboys and the Patriots. I want to start with that a was more, fun. I want to start with a more <laughs> mainstream thing, though. What is going on in the NFC? I that, well, that's what it. you want to start with. Our, our yes. seasons are over. We waited eight months for this nothing, and the, what were we outscored today? Like the forty-two to ten or something. And both of our quarterbacks are hurt. And it's like I want to start with the NFC. What's what's <laughs> What's troubling the Panthers? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Go ahead. What do you want to say about the NFC? The NFC might stink. <laughs> Who's good? We, you well, watch, you watch football for the last four days. The NFC yeah. West, the NFC West might stink. Brady's forty five. He lost another offensive lineman today. The Eagles gave up thirty five points to Detroit. Your team, I think, stinks. Mm. Green Bay's passing game; they could barely move the ball. And so we're we're getting Kirk Cousins in the Super Bowl. Well, like, how is this going to play out? Well, you're reading into the fact that the Cowboys are in sole position of last place, and the Seahawks are solely atop the uh, NFC West. You, th you think that's an issue right the, now? The zero and zero Seahawks are in first place. <laughs> They're it. This is it. They're running through the streets like Appalachian State fans. Like this is really uh, nuts. Yeah. Well, we never thought anyone. Look, I'm not gonna. I I'm not gonna overreact to the Packers. I'm just not going to do it because then they lose like 36 to three or something terrible, 37 to three to the Saints. And then Rodgers went on to throw two interceptions the rest of the year. Right. So I'm not going to go too crazy. A lot of teams have offensive line issues, mine included. Tampa Bay seems to have solved theirs. I don't know how, just, just within an, an hour. And Green Bay did too. But, and you could tell like Rodgers was out of sync with his offensive line. But I think they're going to be fine. Um, but you're right. If, uh, if there was a line on AFC versus NFC to win the Super Bowl, I would take it at minus 250. Really? So you would, you so. would say almost AFC is like a minus six favorite. Yeah, I was looking. 
FanDuel had kept the Super Bowl odds up during the game, which I was confused mm. by. But Tampa, they had plus 750 to win the Super Bowl. Green Bay, 13 to 1. The Rams, 14 to 1. So the Rams would be the third NFC team. The Eagles, right. 16 to 1. They gave up 35 points to Detroit. Mm -hmm. uh, San Francisco, 22 to 1. I have no idea who their quarterbacks could be two weeks from now. Minnesota, 24 to 1. Your team is 26 to 1. And the Saints were 32 to 1. I'm with you. The, the one team that I'm not ready to panic with yet are the Packers. Like Watson drops that bomb at the start of the game. Yeah. Is the game different if that happens? Minnesota played really well. They didn't really have the dumb Kirk Cousins turnover that they get sometimes. And Green Bay was kind of lingering in that game, even though they didn't have it. And it just seemed to me like some some sloppiness and some early season stuff with Rodgers and the and the receivers. But wasn't that, that a must team win? I picked. Wasn't that a must win for the Vikings? Wasn't that a kitchen yes. sink game for the Vikings? Like if they yes. lose that, it's like, oh, same old shit. We can't beat this team. They're going to be on top of the division. They're going to win it by three games. So uh, they were they were good. I mean, obviously Jefferson's going to be a problem. He was wide open on on plays. I, I'll never understand for the life of me how he got so wide open on some of them against the defense, like getting behind these linebackers, these blue chippers, but 23, seven, it's all right. It's, it's, it's not too impressive. I'm not, I'm not giving up on the Packers just yet. Yeah. I wonder if Jefferson is just going to go down as the best NFC player of this season. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he's like as good as Rogers, anything like that, but just impactful week to week. Is he just going to be the dominant guy? Because he was the guy out of everybody today that jumped off the TVs. Didn't seem like yeah. they could cover him. I felt like if the if the Vikings didn't have the lead like they did, they the, there was like a three hundred yard game potentially in play for him. Didn't you feel that way? Yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. They did. They did try to run the clock out towards the end. Yeah, I don't want to take too much away from them. But again, I'm not. You know, and I had them as a playoff team. I had the Packers winning the division. But we saw what happened to the Saints. I'm not. I'm not going to count Rodgers out. And I do think. You know, obviously, Mahomes had an immediate, immediately, um, you know, made the uh, naysayers look stupid with, you know, I, with his number 10, Pacheco yeah. against Tyreek Hill. The other, now we're saying which number 10 is better. Like, he's made his receivers adjust. I think the same thing's going to happen with Rodgers within the next couple of weeks. Well, the Bucks fans are listening going, wait a second. We hmm. just had a dominant Sunday night game. Why aren't we in the mix? There's no Bucks fans. We have Bucks fans listening? <laughs> Maybe. There might be a couple so. out there. Their defense was really good tonight. I just don't know. Now yeah. Now we can kind of ease into your team a tiny bit. Great. I don't know if it was your defense being, your uh, offense being competent, Tampa's defense being good, or both. Mm -hmm. What was your take watching? It sucked. And, you know, I did the Spotify Live. Thank you for hooking that up. Now it's me and the Degenerate Trifecta doing Spotify Live in the fourth quarter of every Cowboy game. And I'm like, okay, now people can taunt us, and but it'll be close. It'll be a fun game. And I actually did think the Cowboys are going to win. I don't know the hour we were on. I don't know if we had the first down. By the way, our quarterback's out. He has a broken thumb. He's getting surgery on his thumb. So now it's now we're looking at Cooper Is that, Rush. That's the news? That's it. Yeah, he came to the sideline. He said it was broken. Oh That's what I'm saying. We buried the lead. I didn't realize he broke his I, thumb. I told you, like yours got a broken back. Mine's th thumb, and when he <laughs> took it out of his ass, he saw that it was broken. Like I don't know what I don't know what to do now. We didn't even really carry a second quarterback until Cooper Rush was a rush emergency backup, and uh, and it was it was awful. They won 19-3. I would say, like I don't know if you would have told me this morning that the Buccaneers were going to score one touchdown, I would have like how much. Let me put my house on it. I'll, I'll take everything on the Cowboys. I love them this game. And um, they, 
they shit the bed. And, you know, I can't even blame McCarthy. Uh, well, I want to blame McCarthy. That's 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 all I want to do. I want to get to that point. It doesn't look like I'm going to get there. Yeah, because a couple of times your defense stopped them on situations where it looked like the game was about to get blown open in the second yeah. quarter, where it seemed like the Bucks were going to end the quarter with like 20 plus points and they didn't. I Here's what I didn't realize I was going to miss so much and it got me forlorn to when McCarthy gets fired, which could be three mm. weeks from now. Is the him staring at the jumbotron, trying to figure <laughs> out what the penalty was, with that look on his face, which I yeah. think will be we had the clapper for Jason Garrett. I don't know what the nickname is for that. Right, the jumbotron watcher. Like I, I don't even know what. Yeah, the what the, you would ogl- call him. the ogler, the stare. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he would be. The mouth yeah. breather. Oh, um, Jesus, that, it's so so bad. I didn't like CD Lamb in any of our fantasy leagues uh-huh. we're in two of them together because I was really worried about him being the only weapon mm-hmm. versus the situation he was in last year, which was pretty ideal. And the receivers you were trying out, it reminded me a little bit of the Rams game, except he's a lesser Cooper cup where he's throwing at people. And Collinsworth got mad at one point that that out to that Dak threw mm-hmm. to number 17. I don't even know who that guy's name is. And, and Collinsworth, he could barely talk. Yeah. I, I don't Houston. know. Yeah, oh, and he man, was like, was "You've got to complete that pass. <laughs> you've got you just." And I don't know if he was mad at Dak or the receiver, but it was really awful. They, you just look super sloppy. My God, you know, I, first of all, I've taken up smoking, and since <laughs> I switched from parliaments to Marlboro Alliance, it's just a whole different world. I sound like I sound like Curly on uh, in City Slickers right now. So let's just get the the herd back to the ranch, and oh boy, that Dalton Schultz is something else. <laughs> Uh, Al. Oh, no, you're not Al. I'm on, I'm on 10 pounds of Mucinex. What uh, what's your Al? name? A, Who are you? I'm a chain smoker now, so <laughs> get used to it. What the hell happened there? <laughs> I did miss. I got to say, I, I, Al goes to Amazon with Kirk Herbstreet. It's yeah. fine. Collinsworth with Tariko. They're fine. You know, Tariko, I don't. I think he's a very, very competent play-by-play guy. I don't feel like he's ever really totally clicked with a partner where you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. these guys are great together. I can see them dining on the road 300 days a year. I just liked Alan Chris. I liked the jokes we used to make. And now I don't I I was thrown off. I didn't enjoy it as much. Chris is sick too. He's pretending to have COVID. Look at him. He wants out in the worst way. Yeah, Chris Chris is like my son who has a bio test and a math test tomorrow and, and was becoming sicker as the day was going along. That's and I'm it. just like, this is one of my moves. But I, we can't, <laughs> it's like 50% sure he's sick. Um, yeah. Well, I was sick too watching that game. No. How about NBC? So excited about that Brady Dallas game. And that was like one of the worst games of the day. I think Ravens Jets was probably the worst game. That Bucks Cowboys might have been the second worst game in the entire day. Well, we had the worst offense for sure. We scored three. No one else scored three, right? I think, yeah, it's pretty uh, bad. Yeah, uh, well, your patron. I mean, we had the worst two, two worst offenses. We scored three. You scored seven. How does this work? Oh my <laughs> we god, had the worst two teams. I was <sighs> trying. So I was trying to be really optimistic with the Pats. I even threw them in an underdog parlay. Nephi Kyle yeah. was putting on a lot of pressure on me. Came, sat down. We watched the game. You felt it immediately that it was it was off. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel awesome. By the end of the game, I was making lists of like, because I watched every game today. Like, mm-hmm. who were the teams that looked the absolute worst? And it was Arizona and it was the Jets. And then it's probably a level up. And I think the Pats and the Cowboys, just for how everybody looked today, are probably right above those two. Arizona and the uh, Jets looked the worst today, though. 
Oh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess we we scored three points, but <laughs> I guess there's. But a at least you were like when, playing defense. You you got stops. Well, you know, when you I, said the when when you said the Patriots looked off, I agree with you in that they were off the eight box on the direct TV, the the, the <laughs> Sunday ticket. You weren't even on the eight box. They they we, there are nine games. You didn't make what? Did you we notice? We deserve that? it. They they probably knew. They probably knew it was going to be an entertaining were, game. You were going to be worse than Jacksonville, Washington, or Cleveland. All right, at least there's a storyline. Those games are pretty Carolina. good. Yeah. No, but I knew right away, too. You guys jumped off sides on fourth and one. That You can count on one hand that many times. That's happened the last decade with a Belichick team, right? And then I think on third and three, you had a false start. It was like, well, this is a mess going forward. A lot of sloppiness. And now Max Hurt with some injury that we don't even know what the injury is. It was all my fears with the Pats, though, where, you know, they had six defensive backs out there. Miami was still torching them left to right. Mm-hmm. Here, here's what really scared us because Kyle and I just weren't that impressed by Tua. I, think I wasn't if Tua, either. If Tua had had a really good game, I actually think the Pats could have lost that game by like 25 points. I thought they had guys open the entire game. I thought mm-hmm. they could do whatever they want. They seemed faster offensively and I just felt like that game was actually weirdly closer than it should have been and it wasn't even that close. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I, uh, it, it could be that both of our teams win seven games this year. It really could. I know I, I laughed at you when you said that. I had you at nine and eight. But uh, And by the way, you, you were supposed to lose this game, though, right? You were underdog, and you're on the yes. road, and you always lose to the Dolphins, and th- this is you know in Miami. Uh, two is not that good, which is, is good for you. The Jets are not good, obviously, with the – I don't even know what it's going to look like when Zach Wilson comes back, and the Bills are world beaters. I mean, that was yeah. funny that that was the very first thing we analyzed last week when we did the one before Guess the Lions. I'm like, are we sure the Bills are good? It's like, yeah, they're excellent. They yeah. are so damn good. They look so much better than everybody today except for the Chiefs, right? I mean, once you put those two, if we're going to do power rankings, those two and then then a, a far, far jump off for the second tier. Bills, Chiefs. I think the Chargers... Uh, I, without J.C. Jackson, I was impressed with how they held the Raiders under 20. And yeah. I don't know, they they kind of let the Raiders hang around in that game, but I thought talent-wise, they're clearly better. And then Minnesota was the other one that really jumped out today. And it's hard yeah, to say, I, like, I, did they catch Green Bay the perfect week? But their right. defense looked good, didn't you think? The defenses look good for both those teams. And we have friends that are putting the Chargers and the Vikings in the Super Bowl. and But I, I don't know, they scored in the low 20s. So I'm not... I wasn't overly impressed with either team, but uh, definitely games that they uh, don't want to lose. Yeah, how much of the Philly-Detroit game did you watch? Because we got that. I had the four TVs going. We bumped yeah. that game because it looked like it was a blowout. There were two mm-hmm. games that we just stopped monitoring. I got to say, I was a little rusty today. I mean, it's definitely a little off this weekend anyway, it's hard. for a variety of reasons. Yeah. But we we didn't we had no idea. And Kyle claims he told me like two or three times that, you know, Indy's... Indy tied it. That game's going overtime. I just, maybe I just blocked it out because I didn't want to put it on <laughs> one of the TVs. But that one, and then Philly Detroit all of a sudden was a game, which I right. wasn't expecting. Yeah. Well, we didn't. Why, why should we want to watch that Colts Texans game? They didn't, neither all those teams wanted to win. That was <laughs> disgraceful. Right. I was ready to pencil the Texans in for the AFC South winner. And it's like, what? Now they're blowing it too. So, yeah, that was bad. Uh, yeah. And again, uh, whatever Red Zone had for a while, that was one of my four screens. And so, when the the lions um fought back uh it it came back on there but um yeah they get you're right that I, that's how I'll look at the eagles they gave up 35 points to the lions and swift had a huge game mm-hmm. we there's a lot there was some 
some major want games. We'll, we'll take a quick break and then we'll talk about it. Get in on the Monday Night Football action with FanDuel America's number one sports book. Join today. Get started at $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code BS to get in on the action. Then you can turn game day into payday all season long. We love that underdog parlay on Million Dollar Picks. We love Jacksonville with Seattle, the money lines together. Let's ride the Seattle money line. It's right around two to one right now. Uh, the Russell Wilson revenge on Russell Wilson game. You can do that. Play your way, bet on more than just the final score wager and everything from touchdowns to total yards to catches. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger pay cut with the same game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose with promo code BS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You must be 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com. RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITHIN in Indiana. KSGamblingHelp.com in Kansas, 877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redlines, 1-800-889-9789 and 800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1800gamber.net in West Virginia. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time, that's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. Okay, so we had, every week one we have this. If we went back and listened to our old podcasts on week one, we have these games, right? We had the, yeah. drunk, the drunk game, Pittsburgh-Cincinnati. Um, one of the dumbest sporting events. There's McPherson. I have Tucker 1 and McPherson 2 for like if my life depended on it, who do I want kicking? You know, they chase scores, right. touchdown. The Bengals don't review it. Still unclear why they didn't review it. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. they're going backwards, and then they lose the ball. Pittsburgh has it, but thank God Trubisky's there. Since he gets the ball again, they can't get it to chase. Finally, they get it to chase. Touchdown with no time left. Yeah. And it's like, this is a wrap. 2020. They, here come, and, and McPherson gets a kick blocked. Same thing in OT. They kick on third down. They had the backup long snapper who does a bad snap and the holder if it's a bad snap just roll on it right clock let's, it let's yeah. run it again right but no mcpherson shanks it pittsburgh screws up again since he has it again they have it at midfield they're like minute left screw it we're gonna we're gonna take the tie nobody loves ties but we're, we're not gonna mm -hmm. go for it fourth and ten give them a chance to win on a field goal and take the tie the freaking punter kicks it with 15 seconds left on the play clock Pittsburgh yep. gets it with like a minute left and is able to go down and they get a long field goal to win it. Horrific. This is my coaching. team. This is one of my one of my teams. I was back in this year. This is a disaster. <laughs> and Burrow had like that. four picks. 
you know, we wait eight months for this to come back or six, seven months, whatever it is. And it's like, oh, it's so exciting. We own Mahomes. We want to talk about Brady's taking time out. And then most of these games come back to shitty kicking and shittier coaching, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, what, what are we even doing? Why are we watching this? But it wasn't really McPherson's fault. They had this drunk, you want to talk about drunk games. I think the, the backup long snapper was drunk, right? Twice yeah. he botched the snap. So that was bad Cincinnati. And then, yeah, that, Pittsburgh, uh, they kick that field goal and Boswell hits the upright with a resounding doink. Whenever you hear that resounding doink, that means that's that team can't win no matter what happens the rest of the game, right? Except then they came down and won. You're right. They were about to take the tie, which would have been great because then they could claim like, oh, uh, Tomlin keeps the streak alive. We ended up 8-8-1, eight, eight and one, right? We don't fall under 500. It really yeah. seemed great for everybody and then they blew it. But the one takeaway is this offensive line Lael Collins and whatever they did through the draft, it's not a, a was not um did not come to fruition for the Cincinnati team for sure. Like Burrow was sacked seven times and turned it over what six? Yeah, it felt even worse than that watching it. They couldn't protect yeah. him, and so there's a chance the Steelers defense. Well, now Watts out, so yeah, maybe that maybe that uh point's gone. But um, there's the Steelers defense. Maybe they were awesome today. I expected the Bengals to block better than that, and it looked like first eight weeks of last season Bengals where they just couldn't keep guys. Burrow was terrible. You know, we have the pick six counts minus four in our league. Burrow, right. like near halftime in one of the leagues was like minus two for the, even though he had like over a hundred yards. He was, yeah. he wasn't great. And yet pulls off that chase TD right at the end. And you did, they cut to him. He's just walking to the sidelines, Joe cool. And right. you're just like, Oh man, they pulled this out of their ass. Unbelievable. And then they missed the kick, but it's weird because the Steelers win. But it feels like they lost because Watt's going to be out. What's the torn pectoral? Is that is that a full year? Is that ten months? I what think is it is a year. I don't know. It is, I don't right? know that you come back. Yeah, I think so, or maybe the end of the year or something. But um, and Najee yeah. Harris has a high ankle sprain. He's out four weeks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so they win, but they and they put this. Well, and we'll get to it, but they play your team next week. Oh yeah, um, I am aware. And that's that's a rough one. So uh, all of a sudden, you know, I had this team. This team was full of shit last year. They made the playoffs, but I really felt the Steelers were more like a 5-12 and 12 team who knuckleballed their way to, a, you know, coin flip wins against backup quarterbacks. That's how I saw it. And now look at this. Then they go in Cincinnati and beat the Bengals. So I don't know what to make of them. They might be the new stay away team for me, betting wise. They look frisky defensively, but they're not going to be as frisky without what? Right. The week one overreaction game. And neither you or I overacting, I'm proud of us, is Minnesota Green Bay. Yes. Because I think we're going to come out of this tomorrow and Tuesday, and it's going to be Minnesota, new sheriff in town. Rodgers, all he wanted to do is get paid. He got his mm -hmm. payment. But guess what? You don't have any receivers left there in Rodgers. Maybe you should have bought yourself a number one receiver and all that. Right. That'll be 48 hours of that crap. Um, yeah. And then Minnesota looked great. And if you're just laying the breadcrumbs for this division's going to flip. It had to start this way with a Minnesota win. So good start for them. They have a lot of talent on both sides now. And the Jefferson thing is probably the, that him and Cup are the two biggest X factors in that whole conference. So yeah, um, for sure. I mean, Zadarius Smith coming over, they have a dynamite defense. If Danelle Hunter, if all these guys could stay healthy and it's, it's a big question mark, then uh, good, yeah, home, they're top, good home field. Top, two or three team in the NFC, I'll say for sure. But yeah, I'm not counting the Packers out. I think the ayahuasca makes Aaron Rodgers think he has good receivers. Like, oh, look, I'm seeing Jordy Nelson uh, from afar. It's like he can <laughs> pretend that 
These guys are actually. I'm on saying the Randall team. Cobb from 2010. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota. That was one of the only home field advantages I felt like we had today. Yeah. Didn't feel like the crowd affected it. So anyway, I'm not going to overreact to it because. You know, it's Minnesota. We know how this goes with them, but I thought a very we'll, strong start. We'll overreact if the Packers lose to the Bears at home next week. On, I think that's a night game, too. That's yeah. a Sunday night game. Well, so then we had the bad weather game. That's a tradition every year. Today it was right. Niners, Niners, uh, Bears. Bears. So yeah. I swore to myself I wasn't going to tease or parlay the Niners with Lance until I got to see it for like four weeks. What did I do today? <laughs> got super excited about the weather and did a little Niners under. Tease, tease the right. over under up to like 46. They're up seven nothing. They're driving for the second touchdown. The Bears have like 22 yards of offense. It's a monsoon. That's about as safe as I'm going to feel with the tease. And what happens that Lance really looked discombobulated the whole game. He was outright bad. There were some good advanced stats with him about how many, uh, how many his expected completions versus what he actually had and stuff like that. I thought he looked skittish, rattled, happy feet. Um, not sure what to do. The weather, you got to give him, I guess, a break for that. But um, they let the Bears hang around. Then Fields made two big plays. Right. And with really no receivers, and it didn't really seem like they could block for him. And it was a monsoon, and Fields won the game. He stole it from him. But I felt, yeah, and I don't want to, by the way, the Bears fans, oh, but I haven't experienced this yet. I said the Bears were going to have the worst record in football. Maybe I have to back off I that thought a that too. Bit, but and you know we, they show the the field this morning. They're they're you know they're raking like gallons and gallons of water off. And the sidelines, I don't know if you saw, the sidelines were crooked. It's like oh yeah, this team is just there's sixty million dollars in dead money. This is such a rebuilding year. They're actually rebuilding a stadium. That's how rebuilding that, that this is. The situation is they're not even going to be playing there anymore. And 49ers, like you said, we're up ten nothing. And really, they just had to keep the Bears from scoring for twenty minutes before yeah. that monsoon really hit and no one was able to score at all once that monsoon hit, right? Nope. Let alone get a first down or anything like that. But I do feel with with as much was going on against them, I feel like Fields jumped Lance a little and the 49ers breathed a sigh of relief that they held on to Jimmy G, right? Fields had, I thought, a really good game considering the conditions and his blocking situation and the weapons, yeah. all that stuff. I was, I was impressed. We kept kind of coming back to it on one, on the, one of the TVs and he seemed weirdly calm considering all the reasons he shouldn't have been calm. And on the flip side, Lance, you know, now we thought if they kept Jimmy G, that was probably a bad sign for how they felt about Lance. And then we saw nothing mm -hmm. today from Lance. I don't know. I don't know when they make the move, but the problem with keeping Jimmy G around, if they hadn't kept him around, then it's like, well, Lance is the QB. He's going to have to figure it out. But you can't say that now, especially with the NFC so wide open. And, right. you know, Kittle didn't play today. Their defense, which I think you've got to blame at least some of that to the conditions. But, you know, sure. I, if they have a chance to go far in the NFC, that it's not going to be with the Lance that we saw today. I, I didn't see anything that made me hopeful. Did you? I mean, he can but run a little bit. That's it. Yeah, it was like 13 for 54 running, I'm looking now. But, the, I mean, the other way to look at it is they say to him, okay, is there any way Troy Lance can up his game in a way that they catch the juggernaut Seattle Seahawks who are in first place right Oh, no, Seahawks. Yeah, right. That That's who you have right. to, that's where you have to go. Um, I, I wish they had dropped Jimmy G because I think the Cowboys would pick him up right now and he could maybe do something with this team. 
Although I, I, we got into it. I, I felt like I cut you off. C.D. Lamb may not be a number one receiver. So um, that, that might be the problem right there as we both of our teams have trouble with receivers getting separation. But yeah, I'm not fully on board with Lance, but you can't. I don't think you could bench him for week two yet. This was it was a terrible. Uh, the conditions were terrible. And you need to see a little bit more. Yeah, if you're if you're running like a PR thing here, like if they hired Lewis K, mm. controversial PR guy out here in L.A. that we're friends with. Right. If you hired him to be like, hey, the Niners need some help the next couple of days. You would mm-hmm. just you would play up the weather thing really hard. I think you'd be like, right, right, exactly. he's never he's never played in conditions like that. It's his yeah. first start. I think all things considered, he did okay. You, there's a whole narrative you're going to push, but they made this bed when they kept Jimmy G. Uh, <laughs> the the Groundhog Day game, the fucking Falcons. It doesn't matter who the QB is. It doesn't yeah. matter who the coach is. Guess what? They're going to kick their fans in the balls, and they're going to do it mm-hmm. in games like today. That game was another one that just went off the TVs. It was over. It was done. Jameis was doing nothing. Atlanta mm-hmm. would build a big lead. And then all of a sudden, New Orleans is stealing the game and the Falcons are doing dumb Falcon shit. And uh, it was just classic. New Orleans, it's a miracle they're one and oh. Dennis Allen has to be like, I didn't I I was gonna be eight and twenty-nine for my career record. I can't believe we won one. Yeah, they were down 16, and it didn't look like Dennis Allen had an answer for the Falcons or Marcus Mariota. And uh, Think about that. Yeah, or Patterson. I, 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 felt this, I felt the same way as you. I said, like, wow, look at all these games. They're all going to be blowouts, and they're all going to go under, you know? And then uh, then there started to be some comebacks, and Jameis, Jameis, comeback play of the year. I got some money on it. I'm not... Do you really? I'm not hurting with that. Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? Well, another week one staple is me getting crushed by bets that at around, I don't know, 12.55 Pacific time, I penciled mm-hmm. in mentally as a win. I too. And Jacksonville, which Ugh. just seemed like they took control of that Washington game, and it seemed like Wentz was, he, like he had maybe two career starts left in his life. And right. then all of a sudden, Wentz is Daryl LaMonica bombing it downfield. <laughs> and, and the Jags, I thought they were going to come back and win. All of a sudden, they didn't. They didn't even cover. And I had them in a adjusted line at, to four and a half. I had them in underdog parlay. Um, so you're right; that, they lost by six. I, I'm looking at. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't realize that just until now. They lost. Yeah, because that was like the a two, two point, point game. Washington made a two point. Jacksonville missed the two. Like it was, it was a disaster. Yeah. And then the other one was Carolina, which was another terrible game management thing, where they drive down. They're down two. There's like maybe three minutes left, and I think they're on around the twenty. And it's like, just mm-hmm. Cleveland should not get the ball back. This is it. You guys are, you got this. Go for the touchdown. Right. Baker fumbles the snap. I think the second play, second down was some some terrible run. And then third down, mm-hmm. they screwed up. All of a sudden, they're kicking the field goal. Pinheiro comes in. It almost seemed like he wasn't going to make it, but he did. And it, and you're thinking, I'm like, I'm good. Carolina's up. They're up one. I'm not going to cover the minus two bet I made on Tuesday, but I'll cover a million dollar picks. Brissett's not going to go 40 yards here. And then he did like this dink and dunk thing. They left him just enough time. And the fucking guy in Cleveland makes a 58-yarder. And that was how my early game started. They called it wrong, too. Like the refs, you know, you can't fake spike it. And so they threw a flag. And that would have done it for the game, really, right? 
Um, but then they, they, it was enough for them to huddle, but they didn't know the rule. And they're like, yeah, there's no flag on the play. It's like, yeah, there should have been a flag on the play. Why are we helping the Cleveland Browns out? What the hell is going on here? I don't know. I'm torn with this because I think it's kind of fun. I don't know how you feel, but I think it's fun to make fun of Baker. And especially when he's like, fuck the Browns. I'm yeah. what did he say? what did he say? I'm going to, I'm going to, whatever he said. I was like, yeah. oh, that's funny when the guy, um, you know, he has a 37 QBR and he's saying F the Browns. Um, but then again, we have to root against the Browns, right? We can't give Deshaun free wins <laughs> right. up, up until uh, from when he comes back. So uh, I was torn on this, but they should not have won the game. Well, I had my 2022 ridiculous sleeper Carolina Panthers. The I can't believe this team made the playoffs team. And right. I thought I had it. Baker was awful in the first half. He was pretty good in the second half. And yeah. they got, they just, I thought they were the better team in the second half. That was mm -hmm. a really tough loss. Though, Jaguars, same thing, where, what did Etienne, he dropped two touchdowns? Sure, yeah. One in the open was wide open on a screen pass. It was a little over his head. Mm -hmm. um, Going but it just right. felt, yep. it felt like they blew that game as much as Washington took it. The Wentz thing, so Wentz had finished with four touchdown passes and two picks, including a pick that I think traveled three yards. I don't think anyone has ever thrown picks in traffic to a defensive lineman better than them. And I realized after, um, you know, it's like, ah, oh, Wenzel, he'll lose his job. That was Trayvon Walker, right? The number one pick, yeah. that, that, yeah. pick that, that short pick. Yeah. I realized I actually want Wentz to stick around. It's really exciting to have him as mm -hmm. an NFL starter. I, the, every player who's out there is in play for every throw. It right. might go right to the linebacker. It might go to defensive <laughs> lineman. It could go to any of the receivers. It could hit the guy holding the sideline thing in the side, but it just, everyone's a play. is exciting. He, you're watching him. He's apologizing after one series. He looks devastated after the next one. The next one, he's fist pumping and running out. It's just a gamut of emotions. They should call him the gamut, I think would be my Carson Wentz nickname. Oh, the I gamut. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The gamut. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. I really thought that second interception, it was over for them, right? I mean, how much and time over was for him? Yeah, it was, yeah, it seemed like it was done. Yeah. Terrible. I don't know. Uh, any other week? Oh, we didn't mention the Giants. So, Saquon, as you know, I think he's the best running back of all time. I've, I'm mm -hmm. already on the record. He's the most talented running back I've ever seen. It took two years. Is that from true? The ACL. You said that? I said it to you. You were nodding in horror. Like four years ago, I made that point to you on this podcast. You know, you were, Collins you worked, like as, sick as, he, as sick as he was or whatever was going on, he said Leonard Fournette was the greatest in college, the greatest running back he had ever seen. Oh, I was wow. like, oh my God, get him out. Someone tap him out. But put, put <laughs> Sean Payton in the booth right now. Leonard Fournette was never the, even for a week, was never the greatest yeah. running back in, in college. Well, Saquon was great today. If the Giants yeah. game was really, they come back. I Neither of us like Tennessee this season. Right. Dayball. Looked like he was going to try it. Kyle and I were joking. It looked like he was trying to kill Daniel Jones on the naked bootlegs mm. and the rollouts. It was like, if I could do eight of these, maybe he'll get hurt. Um, and then finally, a couple of them worked. They got momentum. Saquon broke a couple of big plays. Titans couldn't do anything. They score. And we're sitting there and I'm going, they should go for two. I'm not taking yeah. this to OT. They have all the momentum. The Titans look dead. And then they actually did it. And Dayball, who they showed before, he was chewing out Daniel Jones. You see that part? And he's just like mm -hmm. yelling at him with the sidelines. And they get in, they cut to him, and he looks like he's like, you know, at a craps table with all his coordinators. They right. stop Tennessee. They get a missed field goal. And uh, and they win it. Is this a here come the Giants moment for you, or is this the highlight of their season? Well, I just, I do want to, I had them as an eight wins this, 
this year. And they probably should have lost today uh, with the way uh, Tennessee just needed like another field goal to put them away, really. I mean, they, they literally yeah. needed another field goal. But well, I do caution Giants fans. They love Joe Judge in the beginning, right? He was a rah-rah guy. And I yeah. think you probably saw the same scene with him chewing out Daniel Jones. And then all of a sudden they hated him. They couldn't play for him, you know? And he obviously didn't know what he was talking about. I'm not saying that's the case with Dable, but he got a lot of help from uh, from uh, Vrabel. I mean, I don't know what the hell goes on at the end where it, they blow a timeout instead of clocking it. And then Tannehill so bad. takes a snap and goes three steps back. And it's not even to get it in the right positioning for the hash marks because he still put it on the far hash mark yeah. except three steps back. And that's exactly the distance by which the field goal was missed. To the right, you know, right. So, yeah, I, that's uh, the Giants are very lucky, but they did show some heart. And um, Saquon Barkley's back. You're right, 164 yards. When are these teams going to realize you don't take the last time out in that situation? Oh, I don't get and it. You, at and all. by the way, don't spike it either. Just run a play. This is why you practice every week. Yeah, you haven't. You're not there. Your time's 40, on your 47's side. 47's a, a magic number. A, a, the, the most crucial missed field goal was exactly 47 yards right. and it was outdoors and it was Scott Norwood. And now everyone who settles for 47 yards is stupid. It was a lucky win for the Giants, but it was also an awesome win for the Giants. And it was the first time they've had hope, hope in a few years. They're right. also like, with Saquon, makes them exciting. That was a team that you did not want on any of your TVs. Now, I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued by them. We had four comebacks. We had the Giants, we had the Saints, we had the Browns, we had the C-Words. All came back, uh, all came back in the... Oh, the C-Words, the Colts? No, the Commanders. Oh, Com well, the Colts uh, came back too, but they tied. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Does that count? It's like a half comeback. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the... the half um, mass comeback. Pools. The, what, what was the game we didn't go over? I think we went... Oh, KC. No, we didn't hit, I guess we we didn't hit the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Listen, we talked about this when we did our over-unders thing, and I've been talking about mm -hmm. it. I, I just, I felt like the Mahomes scorched earth tour was going to happen. I thought he was going to go for the sixth touchdown pass. They handed off. I was rooting for it. Right. It, for some reason, six touchdown passes seems like so many more than five. You're which right. makes no yeah. sense. But like, how many times does somebody throw six touchdowns in a game? No interceptions. He no, was killing them. You feel like you have to go into the 1940s to find a, a stupid game where the quarterback had six touchdowns. But what? He was like 12 for 13 to start, I think. Or, yeah. And then was... 30 for 39, five TDs. And, you know, you look at like Valdez Scantling at 44 yards. Like the Sky Moore had 30. Like it, they, it doesn't matter that number 10 isn't there. He found two tight ends who I'd never heard of because he's just going to improvise. And he's like a magician. He's like, oh, here's my, here's my new trick. I'm going to shuffle it left-handed three yards out for a touchdown, yeah. right? So Noah Gray, who the hell are these guys? I, I, I don't understand, but he's going to be just fine. I thought it was an amazing move to give Pacheco the number 10 because yeah. it's like this Jedi mind trick. Every time number 10 had the ball for the Chiefs and you're, ha you're either watching four TVs or you're not concentrating, you just, you think it's Tyreek Hill for like three seconds. He's a little right. smaller, so it's not like, it's not like he's 6'4", but mm -hmm. I thought that was smart. Um, it's Buffalo and Casey, I think are the winners of week one. Just, it feels like they're up here Easily. and then we go down a level and then we'll see who else can maybe get there. But they just, they move the ball the easiest. They can block for great quarterbacks. And, uh, I thought Casey's defense, which I was bullish on. I thought they looked good. And on the flip side, the cards defense is awful. The Chiefs yeah. are good, but the cards defense is awful. And we got to monitor that too. It's no good. You know, uh, first coach fired. I have Cliff Kingsbury. I think they lose to Seattle. Even though he got an week. extension. 
Yeah. Week five. Yeah. That, that doesn't matter. We've seen that a million times before. But yeah, uh, I think they're going to be either one and four or four and uh, or oh and five. And that's going to be that. I mean, that's one thing you can count on with that team. They always start off strong, eight and two, 10 and two. Um, if you don't get that, it's going to be um, it's going to be bad the rest of the way. Are we sure Frank Reich shouldn't enter the chat room on that one? I don't you know. You think like Frank how Reich. they how they ended that Jacksonville, how they ended the season last year in that awful Jacksonville game, and Wentz became the fall guy. And then the game today, I don't, I don't know. That Have we team, ever seen anything from a, like a decent team like the Colts in contention every year? He's had five different quarterbacks start the season, right? Every season, right? He had who did he have? He had Luck. Then he had Brissett, yeah. then Rivers, then Wentz, and um, yeah. who was it now? Which garbage? Who was it? Oh, Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Your friend Matt Ryan. It's very weird. Favorite it's, guy. A, it's a it's a weird tenure. I don't know what to say about him. I guess they should be better, but I think the winner of that division is nine and eight at, at best. Let's take a break and we'll do guest the Lions week two. All right, guest the Lions week two. The Thursday night game will be a lot better than the Sunday night game just was. Chiefs Chargers in Kansas City. Yeah. I hate that this is a Thursday night game just because what is this one? The, the two Chiefs Chargers games are two of the best 12 games of the year. I'd just rather have those on a Sunday or a Monday. Really? I'm yeah. good with it. I want every night game to be AFC West. I don't want to see my team in it anymore. Just to, there's enough greatness in the AFC West to just split it up amongst those four teams. Are you worried about Vegas at all with uh that was like you, you thought they were a playoff team? I'm always worried. Yeah, I, I guess I am. I would say like my my flex is that the AFC South is gonna suck. And yes, my fail is that Vegas, their offensive line might not they may not be able to compete in some of these games because of the offensive line. Well, there's also a chance Miami might be better than we thought. I don't know what to make of that. We always said yeah. this after week one where there's like four games where you, you don't know, is that team worse than we thought or is that team better than we thought? And then you have mm -hmm. to watch three more weeks. Then you go back, you look at week one and you think, oh, actually, that makes sense now because Miami's 4-0 and they're really good. Right. I will well, which say prediction, this. Which, which one do you want to back off of? Like which futures bet or angle you had where were you like, maybe I wasn't right about this. I'm really worried about Cincinnati. I mean, I'd back off yeah. a few things, but I thought one of the reasons I love Cincinnati was I thought they're going to be able to block and they did not yeah. block Pittsburgh today. And now I don't know what to think. They didn't I, figure it out. They're still loaded. Yeah. I mean, to have Mixon and Chase and Higgins and Burrow, like mm -hmm. they're still loaded, but um, yeah. that worried me. Um, what was the other one? The, oh, Green Bay I had, it's, that was my Super Bowl pick. You're fine. You're good. I think I'm fine, but I'm gonna I'm I gonna worry it. about it a tiny bit. I had the Rams in the playoffs, and I'm a little concerned about them too. Um, Miami would be the one. I still, I don't. Maybe we're never gonna make up our mind on Tua, because yeah. And it, people would be like, "Oh, of course, you sour grapes Pats fan." The Pats aren't good. Like I, I thought Miami should win that game by 30 points, and I, I thought Tua held them back in a couple spots there. So we'll see, we'll see what happens when he plays a good team. All right, Thursday night, Chiefs Chargers. I have the Chiefs by three. I think these these are two even teams. I've given the Chiefs three for uh, Arrowhead, and there you go. All right, we split it. I said four, and it's three and a half. I think they're okay. that much better than I really do. And uh, and they kind of beat them up, don't they? Like the the Chargers seem to lose dumb games. That's why I try to tell Chargers fans, like people are sending them to the Super Bowl. I'm like they always do something shitty with their kickers. 
They yeah. have no home field advantage and they have bad luck just in general. And they have a crazy coach who's going to win them two games and probably lose them two games. So where does that really put them? Really, you have them winning 12 games. I don't know. I have that at four. Uh, we split that, though. Keenan Allen injured his hamstring. He left the game. I guess he wouldn't be ready for Thursday night, but who knows? And then J.C. Jackson, he didn't play today. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were holding him out because they wanted him for Thursday, but they could be missing Keenan Allen, J.C. Jackson for that one. I'm riding right. the Chiefs until they lose. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm betting you. them every week until they lose. Sunday, the uh, the marquee game. It's interesting. I did this. I did this whole list um, this morning, and I had Cowboys Bengals as the marquee game. But I think it is oh, no man. longer the marquee game. I think I think that has dropped a couple of levels. I have a new marquee game. A new marquee. There's game. a new. Wow. What uh, is it? Let's go Ravens Dolphins. Steelers Patriots. Okay. Nah, Ravens Dolphins. To go one. Think? Yeah, I think. Now, here's the Ravens defense looked really good today. Granted, they're playing the Jets. Mm -hmm. This will be a nice Tua test. If Tua on the road sure. against this Ravens team, he's gonna, they're mm -hmm. going to need points. And if he can move the ball and connect on some deep throws and move around in the pocket, then now we can talk. But I have the Ravens by four over the Dolphins. Ah, uh, you nailed it. I keep forgetting that you cheat on these. I had three and a half. It's uh, four. So you get that one. Great. I think that's fair, though. Four is fair. I think they're that much better, but there is always a surprise 2-0 team, right? I only have two games as the as watchables. Well, as Buck Saints. Buck, you don't have Buck legit, Saints? I legit mean, watchables. I have two right now. Come okay. on. First one's Buck Saints. It's in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. It's Brady moves to the NFC. This became the new house of horrors for him. Right. Saints at little momentum. Buck's easy game on Sunday night. I have the Bucks by three and a half. That's exactly what I had it, and it's uh, three. Okay. I like the Saints. I like the Saints. I'm telling you right now. Well, I, how many who, them, you, how you, many you offensive linemen are the Bucks going to have? Yeah, I know. It, it just never seems to matter if now Julio Jones is like open every single play for four yards, but but they've beaten them four times, right? They've beaten the Brady Bucks four times, and not one of them was a one-score game. They're all blowouts. And I think they know this. And by the way, we, we didn't even mention Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is a huge part of this offense, and it's working. And so we can't laugh at Taysom Hill yet. <laughs> He's like, right. like 80 yards. What was, what was, what was his rushing uh, numbers? Like they, they figured This coach has figured it out already. I like saying what, what 70s TV sidekick would you compare Taysom Hill to? Ooh, the janitor from One Day at a Time. Interesting. Schneider. Schneider. Is he, is he, is he is more he, Schneider or Larry from uh from um? Oh, Larry was from, elite. Yeah, I, I don't think he's Larry. What do you mean? Nobody Larry? under thirty. Nobody under thirty-five understands what we're talking about. Uh, Raiders home for the Cardinals. This is in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. So on Sunday morning, uh -huh. I guess Raiders by four, and. After watching the games today, I now have Raiders by five and a half. I think the Why secret is out of the cards. Why are you doing this in the morning? Oh, you want to see what I you do? I do preliminary lines, and then I want to see where I change my mind. Wow, you are dedicated. Okay, what'd you say it was? I have it Raiders by five and a half. Oh no, it's high. I said two and a half. It's three and a half. Oh, yeah. Wow. I listen. I think the Cardinals are bad. I really do. Vegas I think hates the Raiders. Actually, bad at football. 
ironically, Vegas hates the Raiders when they set these lines. They're, they're seven to one to win the division, and their their over under was what eight wins. They um so it's coin flip, and they get the home field advantage. I might bet that one early. They missed. I know they they had a lot of stuff planned for Rondell Moore this week, and he was good in training camp. But I mm-hmm. also don't think he would have made a huge difference in that Chiefs game because right. their defense is their defense is legitimately bad. I yeah. think they have a bottom like five or six defense. So where are you on quarterbacks playing the preseason? We've all seen one or two or go down, and it's like these they shouldn't even be playing this game. But that was neck knock on Derek Carr, who really was a couple throws away from putting them in that game. Like I, yeah. really, I think, I, and I like Carr too, but I just think he underthrew. I mean, one was a terrible underthrow to a open. Uh, I think it was Devontae Adams in the end zone. What do you I think of them playing? Play one game or play to one series? It just seems like it would be helpful to play a yeah. couple series each game. I don't. Right. I never played football past the ninth grade. I don't. I don't really know how much it affects whatever. But I just think like. Same thing with basketball. Like, Gallinari mm-hmm. got hurt. He's out for the year for the Celtics. And it's like, oh, why is he playing in this thing? It's like, these guys want right. to play. That's how they stay good at stuff. That's yeah. how they stay sharp. You have to, So like, when you were a sixth grade play. football player, what, did you feel like you needed the preseason? <laughs> All right, <forget> yeah. <laughs> Definitely needed it for the conditioning. I think that line's too low. Fairly watchables. I have uh, Steelers, Pats. This could be Trubisky versus Hoyer. Which they, which might be a poop fecta. Wow. I don't even know if that's that's what happens. Um I have the Steelers by two and a half. Steelers by two and a half. I had Steelers by one and a half. Ready for this? Patriots yeah. by one. Oh, come on. Patriots favored. Come on. That's, I think they're still basing these on the preseason over under win totals for the most part. They really that's are. Absurd. Well, it's kind of must-win-ish for the Patriots. Steelers can kind of coast. There's two camps of Pats fans right now. One is, this is exactly what I thought. We were terrible, and I knew it, and this is what mm-hmm. we were all preseason. This is who we are. Then the other one is, look, opening drive of the game was great. Interception bounced off a dude's helmet. Um, mm-hmm. Screwed up on the strip sack of Mac because somebody screwed up a block. Screwed up on the 40-yard Waddle TD because the safety moved in all of a sudden left the middle of the field open. So it's basically three plays. You take those three away and it's a close game. I just don't personally believe that. I think every game there's going to be three plays like that with this Pats team. I don't think they're very good. I don't think they have a lot of talent. Yeah, right. But I, I, I'm with you. But I, I just think you have the coach that plays to win without talent. I'm, I'm talking completely after. I get Brady, it. That's why I t- but, that's why yeah. I put him in underdog parlay. It's like the infrastructure is yeah. going to win, but at some point, it becomes yeah. like Miami today. That I don't know how many times they got it to Tyreek Hill, but it felt like he had the ball or an attempt at the ball like 18 times in that game, and he's a hundred times more terrifying than anybody on our team. That's you know? what pisses me off. Like we could talk about, well, maybe he's not a number one, but like. Guys get open, right? Like Jamar yeah. Chase gets open. Um, Jefferson, Jefferson gets open. C.D. Lamb should be able to get open, right? Like, I don't care. Like, if he's going over the middle, like, oh, they have no vertical receivers anymore. And that's what's hurt. It's like, just freaking get get open. Get up, right. open for five yards. You could do it. Yeah, what we were watching one of the Vikings plays. It was like, they're in the red zone. It was like third and whatever. And we were like, how is Jefferson getting it? You know, he's getting open. And he got open right. and he made this incredible catch and he couldn't keep his second foot in. Mm-hmm. But just watching him, he's navigating around. He's he's right. 
you know, and you just like, this guy's just going to find a way to get open by two feet and then he'll catch wherever the ball is. They figured um, out. Cooper Cup was double teamed all of Thursday yeah. night. He got, he ended up with 13 catches. Yeah. Well, this Pat Steelers game, no Watt. Watt was yeah. a monster today, by the way. We, did, we, did, yeah. we didn't mention, like, he got hurt at the He's tail awesome. end of the game. He was all over the place in that game. Yeah. Um, if they beat you down without Watt, then I think you should worry. But honestly, I think this is a good game that you come away with. Do you think Belichick thinks he's going against Brian Dayball or Brian Flores in this game? Ooh, interesting. Do you think he changed it in his <laughs> cell phone yet? He's got to check his phone. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, God, you're terrible. Yeah, team. I forgot about that extra incentive the Dolphins had for, for they, he screwed up their lives so miserably. Yeah. So there's that. Your terrible team is hosting the Bengals. Well, we can't put a line on this. If my guy's got a broken thumb. We cannot put a line even... on this. I think I think we skip this one, right? Yeah. I would I would Broken just say thumb. pick them. Let's say pick them. All right, next one. AFC South. The worst division of uh it's gotta be. Of the season. Mm -hmm. Not the worst division ever, because you had that one year when Washington won the yeah, NFC yeah. East at we'll, seven I'll, I'll and nine. That was pretty bad. We'll take credit for that. That's fine. Yeah. Colts at the Jags. I'm a little bullish on this Jags team. I know they lost, but I thought mm -hmm. they moved the ball. I thought they left points on the table just by human error mistakes and not like terrible mistakes, like just Eddie Ann dropping a touchdown and shit like that. Um, right. I, I'm i a little bullish on them in this game. I, I have the Colts minus two over the Jags, though. That's exactly what I had. It's four. Colts are a oh, four-point wow. favorite. Uh, Matt I'm Ryan, four. Four over, uh, over Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they're going to get better. I, I, I also think all these games, none of them should be three points or more. <laughs> Certainly right. not Colts going on the road against any of them. Even the Texans, it wouldn't matter. But I'm with you. Four's, uh, four's a lot. By the way, the favorites, I think, were counting the Rams game. I think they were eight and seven so far. Were they really? Yeah. Because in the morning, they were uh, on the Rams came through, I thought. Yeah. yeah. But then we had like the Bucks covered tonight and... Couple of the I know underdogs. Games. Underdogs were uh, uh, not underdogs. Unders were ten and five. So that's something yeah. to keep, keep an eye on, including the uh, Bills Rams. Rams, Falcons. Mm -hmm. Which, if you had told me two weeks ago what's the line, I would have said like eight and a half. I'm going to lower it. I, I have Rams by six over the Falcons. I was that's low, and even mine at seven and a half is low. Eleven and a half. Oh, come on. That's stupid. 11 and a half. That's idiotic. Well, I'm going to introduce you to your first three-team teaser. No, you're you're going to love it. You're going to no fall in love with it. No way I'm doing that. Did you, oh, see Matt, did you see Stafford, some of those throws on Thursday night? I did. I do feel like that offense is in trouble if Cooper Cup isn't in it. I know that's saying a lot. He's the best player, but right? Well, it's a little get, like your offense where from. it's like, and, right. and he's Same way better thing. than C.D. Lamb, but it was like, who are mm -hmm. these other guys? Right. I At know. least you could put in Pollard. They can't put in anybody that would yeah. scare you in a, they're from not a running back standpoint. Falcons. Ten days rest, they're not losing to this shit. Team. Well, here's the uh, other one thing with the Rams. One of the Falcons screwed us before. We're fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> here's the other thing with the Rams. Even if they're up by 20, they it's not like they can run the ball. They can protect the uh, lead when it's like 30 to 10 in the fourth quarter. They're just punting it back. It's a good point. 49ers, Seahawks. Well, we don't know what to expect from the Seahawks. Who do you like in that game tomorrow? I like the Seahawks. I do too. I'm taking the dogs. 
Yeah, I don't, I like I don't know. Uh, not, I don't trust the 33-year-old Russell Wilson, the weird offensive line, and the new coach. I'm not sure yeah. yet. I'm with you. I have uh, 49ers by seven over the Seahawks. I had it exactly. I got eight. Okay. Okay, so that's two wins. Are you beating me? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, yeah. Seven, two, four. Oh, my God. You got to come back here, Bill. <sighs> Broncos, Texans. Yeah. This is in Denver. Houston was, I was another off by one. four points. I was off by four points, so you should steal this one. Okay. I got Broncos by seven and a half. All right, that's good enough. I had six and a half. I don't know why I went so low. It's ten and a half. Oh, stop. That's Broncos and Rams, and then I'm going to give you another one in a second. I thought the Texans looked pretty good today. We put that game I on a couple too. times. Their defense is all right. I don't know why they stopped playing. I really don't. I mean, they were up. What were they up going into the fourth quarter? They were I up think by... they thought the game was over after the third quarter. They, they yeah. just thought that was it. They didn't realize there were four quarters. Lovey, Lovey forgot. Uh, it's like, was this, uh, this is hockey, right? Three periods. Yeah. What do, how do we do this? Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, that, that, that blew me off. Uh, that was a bummer because I had the money line, uh, for the, uh, Texans. Let's, uh, let's take a break and then we'll come back. All right. We have, I thought I, I had this in the poop fecta initially, but now mm. I think I'm moving it up to fairly watchable after what happened. After what we saw today, Panthers Giants. Panthers Giants. I knew you at the say. Giants is now a game I'm kind of excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the Panthers favored by one and a half at the Giants. Oh wow! You do get it. I had two. Giants favored by two and a half. <laughs> what? Giants favored by two oh, and a half over the Panthers. Stop it! Stop it, Vegas. <laughs> That's four stop it's you gave me. Come on. <laughs> should we have our stop it parlay? We should have the stop it parlay. <laughs> Every time Giants we say stop by two it, and a half. What, what oh, is yeah. that line? They're America's team now, Simmons. Oh, my God. They're down, what was it, 17 nothing? 17 um, 3? They were down big in that game. Yeah, like 13 nothing, I think. Or 13 yeah. nothing. That's what it was. Yeah. You know what's weird about the Panthers? As, as gritty as they were, McCaffrey had bad numbers. Yeah, he wasn't involved in the running game at all, right? Did he have like ten carries? I'm gonna find it here. No, he really didn't uh, do anything for them to uh, be as close as they were. I gotta say, he had a couple long plays when they needed them, like a couple like fifteen to eighteen yard type plays. Yeah, yeah, he broke that 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 fumbled snap. He um like recovered yeah. immediately and ran forward for it. But yeah, not nothing great. Though. Two poop fecta games. One is uh, Browns Jets. This is in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. The Jets. It's pretty rough. Not going to lie. Not great. I had the Browns by eight and a half over the Jets. Ooh, you're going to get it. I said three and a half, and it's six and a half. Okay. Close now. Three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're tied. Are the Browns going to be two and oh? I, 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 I put a shitload on the under eight and a half. They're going to be two and oh. Repeat we're after months me. Away from, we're months away from Watson. Yeah. Repeat after me. I will not. Put Jacoby Brissett in a tease. <laughs> I will not put Jacoby Brissett in a tease. I will not. not I will do not it. do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't like them, but who the hell starts for the Jets? Wilson better be ready. Them starting I mean, 2-0 would, would make it seem like there's a playoff path for them when Deshaun comes back. Because I'll tell you this, their defense is fast. Mm-hmm. And even though the Panthers 
they gouged him a couple times on a couple deep passes. But I, I thought they're, I, I would say that was an above average defense I watched today. And their running game is still really scary. Even though right. you know Brissett doesn't want to throw it, the Chubb-Hunt combo is still really good. Hunt's better than everybody. I don't know why it surprises me every time, but yeah. it's like, oh, Kareem Hunt. He's very, very good. He could yeah. be a starter on eight teams. And uh, right. and for that reason, they could they could hold on to leads, although they squandered a little bit today. But shit, they're going to be 2-0. This yeah. sucks. Lions are home for Washington. I guess this could be a fairly watchable. I just... You know, yeah. this show, I'm going to move this to fairly watchable. Uh, I have the Lions by three over Washington. All right, I get this. I said two and a half. It's one and a half. Ooh. That's tough. You don't know what to... I still can't believe you're talking about moving games. To how, explain to me why the Patriots-Dolphins wasn't in the eight, the top eight of nine games today. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't over Jacksonville-Washington. That. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow, I, I'm surprised that this Lions line is telling us that Vegas thinks Washington is better than the Lions, which I did not feel after watching both of them today. Vegas loves Carson Wentz just in general. Yeah, I think maybe. they give him an extra nod just just uh, every facet. They like when people bet on him. Sunday yeah. day, Packers, Bears. Bears coming off. I, I honestly like... Uh, absolutely shocking win that wasn't that shocking if you actually saw it on TV how bad the weather was. Then it was like mm-hmm. anybody anybody could beat anybody with weather like this. Right. I have the Packers by 10 over the Bears. Oh, you son of a bitch. I had eight and a half. It's nine and a half. Now listen okay. to me. Repeat after me. Yeah, that does feel like a three. Packers over Bears. Broncos over Texans. Rams over Falcons. That does not lose at even odds, Simmons. It just doesn't. Could be. <laughs> no, could there two. be a Packers seven point tease? A two team seven pointer. Like a two Play a little vague, like a little minus one thirty on that one. Would you put that with the 49ers over the Seahawks playing? On I'm the, not putting Trey Lance in the tease. You don't want to Lance in the. I know. I mean, if you have Stafford and and Rodgers to not go zero and two, that's a pretty good teaser. I like one of the Monday night games as the second part of that tease. Why do so we have two Monday night games? I'm a I'm a maniac with the schedules, and I didn't even know about this. There are three instances where there are two Monday night games this year. A, it's great. B, a yeah. pleasant surprise. C, I don't know why that wasn't the first Monday. Yeah, that's why always is it the, the first second Monday? Monday? I don't get it at all. What was going? Is it because of the Emmys? The Emmys are tomorrow, right? Oh, is that it? The Emmys are tomorrow. And one of these games is on ESPN and one is on ABC. The good ones on it. Well, they're both decent, but the later ones on ABC. What are Kimmel's chances? <laughs> it's, uh, I, you know, I know you're, you're an HBO guy and you root for John <laughs> Oliver. So Jimmy, Jimmy knows that. Anyway. John Oliver's won more than enough. I also, think you, like I, John Oliver's show is a completely different show than Kimmel's show. Kimmel's trying to put on a show four times a week that reacts to like everyday stuff and Oliver's doing this pre-written, it's just by himself and like everything's pre-taped. Watch it. It should be a different Watch category. I'm just, I just Wa- think it should be, they're not comparable shows. I agree, but you know, you have this tie to HBO. You got that music box thing. You had one of th- one of the three best um, Woodstock 99. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. We were one uh, of the seven exactly. best. All I know is we were the first and uh, <laughs> other people came right. well after. Um, I just think Oliver, that's like, should be another category. Oh, of course. But I feel the same way about like dramas where it's like, whatever 
whatever like CSI is doing is completely different mm-hmm. than what White Lotus is doing, right? I'm White Lotus is like a that. long movie that's yeah. split up into episodes, and CSI is like a procedural. It's every I don't know CSI even on, but you know what I mean. Those shows, like those Dick. Wolf I'm with shows. you, and it's uh, the whole thing needs to be revamped because I, I, you know, it finally hit me when what was it, a few years ago when Fleabag won. I'm like, oh, this was a great show, and I loved it. And all my friends like, you got to watch it, you got to watch it, but no one's watching it, right? Like, and no it was like six episodes. It. Yeah, that was like it might have been six. It might have been five. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we got it. Redo we got to figure it out. We need more Emmy awards. Jimmy's probably forty to one at this point. Come oh, on, Jesus. just give us a win, just once. All right, Monday night, the Bills are home. The twenty no Bills, I call them now. The what? Twenty and twenty no Bills because. Their fans are just out of control. And I'm just, I'm going to go the other way. And I, I think the Bills are going to go 20 now. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I just, you wore us all down. Congratulations. Bills are going 20 now. I think the line for this game is going to be Bills by eight and a half over the Titans. Shit. Why did I guess? It's nine and a half. Uh, I guess seven. Mm. But I guess the next one, exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm going for a tie here. Um, by the way, this could be on a teaser too. I, I don't see how that ties. Oh, see offense. that? I'm, we so that's it. That's no? what we have. Pa- no Packers Bills. Okay. A seven point tease with those two. All right. Uh, the the Packers. Rodgers hasn't lost to the Bears in a hundred years. The you're Bills right. Are, and then, the, the fucking Titans. The, 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 that that rivalry drives me nuts. The, they say it's the greatest, the oldest rivalry. Meanwhile, you can't name three great Packers Bears games in the last fifty years. You just can't I, do it. So you can't. I'm with you. Packers win. Bills are just going to score forever. God, what what were the good Packers Bears games? Now I'm gonna after no, we finish the pot, I'm gonna think about this. Yeah, the no. Bills. Look, man, you you wore us all down. Sorry, yep. we we were a little suspicious that you were 11 and six last year, and you blew a chance to advance the next round in 13 seconds. Oh, okay, and just I, say I, I just kind of want to see it. I'm sorry. Just say the Von Miller edition was great. Was great. No, yeah. I, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong to just be like. Hey, every every single person has picked them to win the Super Bowl. Can I be a little right. suspicious? Now I'm in. I'm on, I'm on the bandwagon, and you can have my stink all over you. I'm these people the have been banging week. their heads through t- tables for years. Just let them. Yeah, win one. I'm on. You won the They're division great. twenty years in a row. Josh all Allen's right. unbelievable. Sean Fantasy said Jets fan said something mm-hmm. that I thought was very apropos. He was like, "I had Belichick and Brady in my life for twenty years. Yeah, it finally ended, and here comes Josh Allen." And now I have him for 15. This is 35 years of Belichick Brady right to Josh Allen. How is this fair? And I was like, I don't have an answer. That's true. And then another 20 of Tua because he's going to be young still. (laughs) No, I don't think that works. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And Zappy or whatever your third string's name is. (laughs) Last one is Eagles Vikings. All right, you got to hit this exactly. Otherwise, we're walking away with a tie here. It's in Philly, right? It's in Philly on ABC, 8.30 Eastern. Great game. I have, the, I have the Eagles by one and a half. Oh, good. All right. The spread is three. So we tie oh. nine, nine. So is Vegas telling us they think the Eagles and the Vikings are just as good as one another? I guess so. Right? Or that that's not a good home. I mean, we know it's a good home field. If all those fans are going to be nuts. Oh. Be all right. So we, so we tied. We tied nine nine. I'm up one oh one on the season. I'll take it. One oh one. How about that? We have zero zero and one teams right now. 
the zero yeah, zero one Colts two. and zero zero one Texans. We're very close to having two ties, right? That Steelers, yeah. uh, they were going to be able to say, "Oh, Tomlin eight eight and one. He did it again. He didn't fall under five hundred. Well, without Watt, I think they're going to fall under five hundred. Yeah, I was right. not. Uh, my pants were not lit on fire by Trubisky today. I don't know how you. I'm felt. with you. I wasn't either, and uh, I, I think it's a risky move letting the team decide who the captain is. Yeah, did we talk about this? Like no, the team God. got to vote. Yeah, oh, the team got to vote on who the captain is. And it's like, oh, we like Trubisky as one of the five captains, and Tomlin's like, oh wow, wasn't that a coincidence? Because that's our starter. But what if they said, you know what, Mason Rudolph's a good guy. He gives out great gifts. He has us over for barbecue. He's one of the captains. And then Tomlin's like, oh well, wait a minute. Why did I give you idiots a vote? I don't know. I think it's just asking for trouble. Let's, uh, before we do Parent Corner, let's cover our <laughs> fantasy auction on Tuesday night. Yeah. John Hamm like and his that? partner Trevor had the had the hammer. Uh-huh. And we thought he was going to vote out Elliot and Mike, who had voted him out like five, right. six years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Hamm showed up. He was late. Maybe it was longer than that. He was late from some movie set or Mad Men or something. He was directing. He was directing an episode. And he's like, guys, please just hang out. I'm almost done. <laughs> Imagine that. Right. And so we so waited an hour. Zooms yeah. across to the bar. We start the draft 40 minutes late. And Ham shows up and immediately gets voted out. And he's like mm-hmm. halfway through a beer, chugs the beer and, and leaves. So we That's thought it. the guys that voted him out, 100% chance they're getting knocked mm-hmm. out. One of them doesn't even show up, Elliot. He's just in on some work. Where was he? In Scotland? He was in Scotland. So it snubs his nose at the whole um, process. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so has he just partner. zooms out. Ham does the setup, which you put on your Twitter feed and uh, really and votes out our, our friend Damashek mm-hmm. because Damashek lost the trophy. And it wasn't yeah. just that he lost the trophy, made no effort to replace it. No remorse, remorseless with the whole thing. No remorse at all. No explanation given. So apparently he got rear-ended and the trophy was rear-ended with the car and that was it. He's just like, we've all lost the trophy because I was rear-ended. Was that his, was that his That defense? was it. He, he thinks he was, he thinks it was in the trunk and he was rear-ended and the car was totaled that he never cleaned his trunk and that was that. But I, I like, I, I like the nostalgia of it. And he's like, oh, it's stupid. What do you care? A 63-year-old man like Ham, what does he care about a trophy? And I said, it's fantasy football is stupid. <laughs> like if you don't care about the trophy, then you don't care about fantasy football. You could you could sit a year. Well, it was but, twenty-five years of names on the trophy. Yeah, right? it's kind of cool. Yeah. We don't even remember who won all the years. I don't even somebody might have a picture of it. I have a picture it. of it somewhere. I have a picture of it somewhere. I even remember from like 18 years ago, the last time you won. I mean, that's how that's how yeah. important this is. In 2007, <laughs> I went for to be yeah. fair. That was 15 years ago. The, right. I sat next to Damashek. He poured himself a beer. Super yeah. comfortable. Had no idea he might get voted <laughs> out. And there was like two thirds of the beer left. Right. And he was like, God damn. And, and just <laughs> took a swig and stormed off. And it was great. It's so good. I don't know why you guys, you hate the process. And I, I love this idea. I kind of like it now. now. As I get older, I kind of like it. it really, this is my favorite one, I think. Leagues. Yeah, I of course. It's great. It's great this was the funniest one. Also, Ham's like, Ham's a professional actor, so he did the speech and it was really good. Yeah. He built momentum. It was like he, he really got it into off. it. It was great. He did everything but bring pro uh, flow from progressive with him. I mean, that would have been the the <laughs> topper right there. Can I, I talk listen, about your league? Your yeah, uh, the one what you started when you got kicked out. So you yeah. want to do this? I, I'm curious to think what our listeners think. 
You, you got on my case because you, you put, imposed this rule at the last minute that you want to do a super flex. Didn't impose the rule. No, this well, is typical Sal. You're taking half of the story. You explain what happened. Now, go ahead. Now, as you see I how sent, you come out looking good. I yeah. sent an email and I said, yeah. hey, the fantasy guy, the ringer fantasy guys, Craig, Danny, and Danny, who are excellent, they're very pro Superflex. And then Matthew Fine. Barry, who was on my podcast, very pro Superflex. And I was like, I think we should vote on whether we want to add Superflex either a year from now or just for this draft. And I was like, the catch against lo- adding it this year is some teams have quarterbacks that might be beneficial. So what do you guys think? That was it. I just laid it out. And then you- All right, but then you made me look like the bad guy for pointing out the obvious and saying, yeah, the guys with the good quarterbacks are going to vote for the Superflex. I said that in the year. email. Yeah, but then afterwards, you're like, I still think we could do this. It's not going to make a difference. I'm like, well, let's take a look at who's voting yes for this year. It's a, the guy well, who has Mahomes, Herbert, Mendelsohn. Burrow, all no, want the Superflex Mendelssohn had Hurts at $7, so he yeah. was like, I vote yes for the Superflex. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's fun for the guys who have the good quarterbacks. Winning is fun. And then you made me feel like a jerk for saying, Sal's no fun. We're going to have to do Superflex next year. I was teasing you. You are fun. You're very fun. How dare you? We're How doing it a year from now. That's fine. That's fine. Now we're all on equal footing. And the other thing is the the league, the fee went up like $12 and you're like, bad news. The fee went, you have $190 million <laughs> in your checking guy. You can't cover this $12 CBS fee. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm an equitable guy. Everybody should throw in the same <laughs> amount of money. Disgraceful. <laughs> is, is, is it time for parent corner? Let's do it. Yeah. I feel like I'm your parent. Right. Today's parent corner is brought to you by Simply Safe. Every parent wants to protect their child at all costs, and that responsibility can be stressful, especially if you have more than one kid. Man, when you have two kids, you basically go from man to man to zone. When you have three kids, you're in the prevent. But, uh, you know, part of, part of having a kid is you want to feel like, A, they're protected, and B, you're not always worried about how protected they are. So offload some of that stress and some of that worry to Simply Safe, our friends, Simply Safe, 24-7 professional monitored. Advanced security for the whole home with sensors that detect intruders, fires, floods, and other threats to your family. With indoor and outdoor HD security cameras, you can keep an eye on home even when you're away from the Simply Safe app. All right, Sal, you go. All right, I go. Uh, a couple of weeks ago was my father's 81st birthday. And my dad is, um, he lives out here now in California, about 20 minutes from me, but he's like, he's a hard headed New York Italian guy and really never left New York. And so it complains about the bagels and the pizza and everything out here. And he likes his Italian cake. I don't know if your mother likes Italian. Your mother's Italian, right? Yeah. There's this Italian cake. It's like a rum cake. These yeah. People like alcohol and everything. So there's like an Italian rum cake. And there's <laughs> it only is one... amazing. They put alcohol in dessert. It's really crazy. Only there's the Italians one... would do this. Uh, there's like one bakery within 40 miles that makes this Italian rum cake. And they didn't make it right last year. They didn't put enough rum in there. And, uh, and so my father's like, I'm going to get the cake for my birthday. We'll go out to dinner. I'm like, all right, let's bring the cake to the restaurant. He's like, no, no, no. We'll have the cake at my house. I'm like, oh shit. The restaurant's like 30 minutes from his house. So now we're going to have to go to his house and then the restaurant and then back to his house. So anyway, all right. So we, we do the restaurant. We come back, we eat the cake. He's got it set up. And he's like, Jack, he says to my middle son, he's like, you liked this a lot last time we took this. And uh, I want you to try the first piece. And by the way, it says, happy birthday, dad. Happy birthday, grand. It was, so, it was pathetic. He went out there and had it, the writing put on his own cake. I was like, this is sad. <laughs> do you, do you want to sing to yourself too? Like, what are we even doing anymore? And uh, so anyway, we start singing. 
Uh, he cuts the first piece for my my son, who doesn't want to cross my father, but takes a piece. And I could see his face. His like, eyes are like blowing out of his head a little bit. I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on with this cake? And then my father takes a second slice. He's like, oh, they got it right this time. Yeah, they definitely got it right. And then my wife and I taste it. And it was as if you poured kerosene on this cake. It had so much rum on it, not even just in the filling, like just in the icing and everything. I'm like, oh my God, we can't. And then we have to pretend to like have like three, like forkfuls each. It's like, I had to get my kids' stomachs pumped in the ER that night because there was so much alcohol. What is it with these old people and their cakes and their bakery and their alcohol? So that's that. I don't know if there's a moral or what, but we got out of there. We took I like that pa- parent corner is morphing toward our parents. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Versus yeah, you're right. our I kids. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that this is definitely an Italian thing. I don't know if the other ethnicities oh, man. put this much alcohol into their desserts. Happy birthday, Dad. Good Lord. Great job. Old bottle of rum. Well, and that Sambuca is also like a very Italian thing. That's a big thing. one, too. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like basically unleaded. That's right. just like pure gat. You drink that and it, there's nothing fun about a Sambuca. There were people who used to go to the feast, right? When Jimmy would have the feast in the back parking lot, and the, the, fe- yeah. the Prima Note, Feast of San Gennaro, and people would walk around with bottles of Sambuca and you would just like sprint away from them. Like, how am I going to keep this going for like two and a half hours? They're going to catch me eventually. Yeah. <laughs> my parent corner isn't about either of my kids either. So my dog Murph that you know, our, our pandemic dog yeah. that we got at that uh, is, I'm really close to him. Our whole family loves him. He's he's difficult. He's he's pain in the ass. And one mm-hmm. of the things that he does is he, if anything's on the counter, he's getting it. He's like Justin Jefferson. He's he's pulling it <laughs> down. And my dumbass kids, who you could tell my daughter like ninety nine times, like don't leave your salad in the sink. Murph's mm-hmm. just gonna go eat your salad. So Murph, my daughter, her her, uh, I guess boyfriend. I think it's I think they're official. I don't I don't mean to break news. Oh, you're gonna but, get in uh, trouble here. No, nah, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Uh <laughs> he's over and they're making uh cookies and she leaves the chocolate chips out on Sunday night. And 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 Murph eats it. Eats, not good he eats for like a bunch of chocolate chips. Yeah. Not not great. Mm-hmm. So my wife is so mad because Murph has no problem. He doesn't have the greatest stomach unless it's normal dog food. And it's just like it's a hundred percent chance he's gonna probably shit somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that happens. This is a Monday night, by the way. This is a couple of days before. Um, so he shits in the shits in the house at like three thirty, and she's furious. She's mad at Zoe. She's screaming at Zoe. Zoe's asleep. She can't hear. A couple of days later, same thing. There's icing. There's somebody making dessert again, and oh. he eats a bunch of icing. So Monday, the 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 Labor Day, he does this hellacious shit in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, like fortunately in the shower, but just like, just that's awful. fine. Yeah. But some on the way, like right in front, walking to the toilet, which my wife steps in in the middle of the night when she goes to pee. So awesome. now I hear her screaming again. Then, so that, that's a whole thing. She's furious, whole thing. 7.30, take him out, make coffee. He goes into the office and he poops in her office. He does a double <laughs> shit in the span of four hours. And now she's so mad, I actually think she's going to put the dog in her car and just drive off and then just come back without him. Like one of those Do you things. laugh at all? Do you do you I go to another la- I've never, turn? I've never, we've been together since then tonight. I've never seen her this mad ever. And she's screaming. And he's like, I know I did something wrong. 
And it's so we have so to hard. have this whole family meeting and she's screaming at our kids. You cannot leave anything on the <laughs> counter, I but you just can't do it. If this happens one more time, Murph's going to have to go. And I'm like, I think she's serious. I think Murph might go on waivers. Murph, Murph has his own Instagram account. He's a handsome dog. Uh, I uh, love that there's a family meeting like the Brady Bunch. Family like, meeting. You, you know, well, Cindy, it's very irresponsible to let the dog shit all over the bathroom and the counter. Yeah. Well, she's like, I don't even blame him. I blame you. And I was like, well, if you don't blame him, can we keep him? And she's like, no, that's not the point. Don't. <laughs> and she's just like losing her mind because when she doesn't sleep, she goes nuts. So anyway, right. that night she decides I can't, it can't happen again. We, do you, anyone in your family take melatonin to help fall asleep? Like a little melatonin yeah, what, pill? Like the gummies? The, the yeah, gummies, a little right? melatonin gummy yeah. makes you a little mm -hmm. sleepy. Yeah. So my wife takes those every once in a while and she decides... Yep. I'm going to give one to Murph tonight so he'll sleep through the night. It magically works. Mm. Now, my wife and Murph each take, he takes like a half, she takes a full one. And they take melatonin and he hasn't shit in the house in a week. Really? He's 49 away from DiMaggio. Seven straight. Wow. Seven straight <laughs> days. I'm no shit DiMaggio, in the house. DiMaggio shit in the house on the 57th day? <laughs> DiMaggio shit in the house 56 straight days. Wow. So, um, and the kids have not left their food in the counter. And we just had this, this family breakthrough Yeah, that came because Murph shit twice in four hours in two different rooms of the house, like big gross shits. <laughs> so there you go. That's a little look at my house. Can I tell you something? I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to pull this up, but I'm going to sneak into your house and put some rum cake in Murph's bowl. <laughs> and that's going to be the end of you. It's <laughs> like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Yeah, exactly. You, Murphy exactly. eats rum cake and he shits in seven <laughs> rooms. Anyway, right. that's Paracorder. <laughs> Today's Paracorder is brought to you by Simply Safe. Simply Safe has again been named the best home security of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report. With cutting edge security technology, it's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring agents ready to help fast with you by sending help in an emergency. Simply put, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and you get your first month free customized the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash BS. Uh, all right. Paracorder really taking a step up here in 2022. Yeah. Uh, Sal, what do you got to plug? Uh, listen to Against the Odds on the Extra Points Podcast Network. Tomorrow, we're going to have the Monday night game props, sides, totals, first touchdowns. Harry hit a big six to one parlay. We haven't heard the end of it. And we uh, shan't hear the end of it. So listen up tomorrow. Did Harry win in tennis? Uh, no, he didn't. Boy, that Alcar. Why don't we just ride Alcar? He was so damn exciting. He was great. Was so I wanted good. to bet him before the tournament, and the odds were terrible. He was like plus four fifty, something like that. Yeah, yeah, five something to like one. that. So I bet on Sinner, who almost beat him. Sinner was good too. Th those are going to be two. They're going to be great for the next decade or so. Alcaraz gets to these shots. I don't remember anyone covering so much ground, and then he smashes it too. Like it's not great tennis analysis, but there's one thing getting to across court, but then hitting it weakly back. He's got strong no, he's, returns. He's so good. He does. First of all, he's the quickest slash fastest tennis player I've ever seen. Yeah, the stuff he gets the stuff where he's in the back right side, mm. and then somehow we'll get to the net. But then, as you said, like not just like to barely get it over like he'll actually hit like a winner 
Right. I, I've just never seen anyone cover ground like it. It's like watching Tyreek Hill or something. Yeah. And he, not to mention, he was terrific in the Twilight movies. I don't know. He looks <laughs> like that one guy. I, I, I watched that. that I watched the entire Sinner Alcaraz match. And yeah. I felt like at, at some point, he broke Sinner because he just was getting everything. And at some point, after playing that for five hours, I think Sinner was just like, I'm out of moves. I don't, I don't know what yeah. else to do. This guy hits every fucking shot back. What do I yeah, do? Yeah, it's got to be demoralizing. Imagine yeah. if like, they're like Aaron Judge is like, hey, there's nowhere in the field he could hit it. Like, I'm, right. all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a different sport. Yeah. I thought it was the best U.S. Open. I'm not, I mean, I'm not the only one who has this opinion, but I thought it was the best U.S. Open. I can't even remember the last one, like 20 years to go it's back great. to like Sampras and Agassi. Well, it's a bummer that Djokovic wasn't in there and it would have been was great. It? Serena, was it a bummer? Serena. I just want, I want Alcaraz to beat him, but I, I don't want him to lose to, right? Like, I just want to yeah. see it. See. Yeah, the only but, thing uh, is the the woman's side once once Coco got knocked out got a little dicey. Coco and Serena, if Serena could somehow have gotten to the middle of this past week, it would have mm. been uh, would have been great. Yeah, it was great. All right, Sal, good seeing you. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. Thanks, to Kyle Creighton, for producing as always. Thanks to Steve Cerruti and Dylan Berkey as well. Thanks to cousin Sal. I will see you on Tuesday on this feed when we talk about Jonathan Sharks with me and a couple of his friends. Until then.